It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's the Luke and Pete Shaw on the 1st of July. Happy birthday to Dan Aykroyd. Miss Demeanor, don't know who she is. Lea Sedou, uh, Prince Diana, Duchess of, of, of everything. Uh, and Debbie Harry as well. Happy Lady birthday. Diana. Lady Diana. Your boys <laughs> took one hell of a beating. Yeah, remember that. Yeah, yeah, Lady yeah. Diana. <laughs> Lady Chelsea. She would have been 50... No. 60, yeah. Princess Diana. Yeah, no way 50. She would have been 60. No way, mate. Can't be 50. All right, fine. Yeah. Wouldn't put it past the royal family. Uh, anyway, <laughs> boom. It's the Luke and Pete Show. It's a Thursday. I'm Pete Donaldson. I'm joined by Luke Moore. Hello. Is that all you got? How are you doing? Is that all you got? Um, I wanted to talk about um, sexy beasts. Sexy beasts. Today. Okay. We're quite looking forward to it because um, I think you'll have some good takes on it. Okay. So I'm not what? talking about the film Beast? Sexy Beasts. Oh, okay, fine, fine, fine. With Ray Winston, which is a brilliant movie. Uh, and if you haven't seen it, you should definitely go and do so. Mm-hmm. I think that's on Netflix, actually. But what's also on Netflix is a new dating show called Sexy Beasts. And, oh, yeah. I've seen some screenshots of that. Yeah, and I think it's shocking to me because I am not a dating show guy, right? Mm-hmm. You guys know as well as I do that the, the closest I get to a dating show is 90 Day Fiance, mm-hmm. which Mimi likes to watch, um, mm-hmm. and I will get involved occasionally. That's not really a dating show. So your Love Islands, your whatever, I've not um, really seen. One of the things that is absolutely baffling is that show Naked Attraction. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was... Uh, it's a little bit strong, isn't it? It's a, it's a bit... It's, it's, there's nothing, it's not saying anything for me. It started it's, off saying something. It's not saying anything. Anymore. What do you think about Naked Attraction before we get into Sexy Beast? I think that um, the uh, emailer from last week, uh, who... Uh, Josh... Uh, I think his dad would be well up for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, he yeah, would, yeah. He'd be well up for Imagine it. if it was like Naked Attraction, but just but x-rays. x-rays. Yeah. That would be interesting. What have I put on my bum? You'll, yeah. you'll find out <laughs> now. <laughs> what congenital defect, defects do exactly, I have? That'll yeah. make me a poor partner long term. <laughs> you um, want these jeans? Yeah. You can have them. <laughs> anyway, Sexy Beast sees single people dress up in ridiculous outfits to test blind date chemistry. Right. If you haven't seen it, basically like dating with furries, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. And Do you think everyone knows what furries are? Yeah, I mean, anyone under under 30 would, and anyone over 30 doesn't want to know about it. Do you think anyone under 30 would? I don't know, furries is like a big thing Some on the people internet are just about normal. like 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Some but people what, are just normal. Just explain the sense of what furries are. People who just love Just people animals. who are obsessed with... Sexy animals. Like the caramel They, they want to be an animal. They like, want to... Like, not exactly, but like more like ferocious sexual beasts. 
Um, I thought it was more innocent than that. I thought it was like cutesy kind of animals and stuff. Yeah, but they've always got, a, in every drama, they've always got like a big bulge that is going to be doing something soon, isn't it? Put down their pants. Down their panties. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. So Sexy Beast means, and now one thing I would say is that if you haven't seen the, the trailer, that the, the prosthetics do look actually really well done. Mm. But it is like absolutely insane. And I watched the trailer of it just after I watched that video that had been leaked that some absolute penis in the government wants kids to sing Strong Britain, Great Nation, right? <laughs> so fucking Hitler. You yeah, so it. weird. God. And I don't think my, my body or my brain was ready for the one-two punch of both those things. Okay. So I ended up thinking, I must be living in some kind of fucking hellscape Strong here. Britain, kiss a hamster boy. Great Nation. Yeah, Great Nation. So would you, <laughs> if you could choose your animal, what would you go on as? Uh, I'd be like a really heavily latexed armadillo or something. I'd just be like clonking protective about. Protective shell. Protective shell so that no one gets to my emotions. <laughs> be fine. Your emotions are never that far away from the surface though, are they? No. No, I keep most of my thoughts to myself. <laughs> you, would, you might find that very hard to believe. It's still, I mean, it's very similar, this show, to Liverpool Narcos. <laughs> what right. do you mean? You 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 you're constantly uncovering a, a cache of feelings you yeah. think you've been hidden. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I, I just don't see what why this show exists, why it needs to happen. What I, I think. Have if you it... read our iTunes reviews? <laughs> <laughs> it just it just makes you feel old. It makes you feel out of step with the life. What I do think... you mean? It's just it's just it's just a, it's it's a little bit mask singer. It's a little bit mask dancer. But I don't get the mask singer either. But they just sort of go. I in... don't get the mask dancer. How's that even possible? Well, they're having a dance around. Yeah, but the whole point is with dancing. But singing, you can listen to the voice and idea. I just is. think the first week they should have just got rid of. Uh, went, right, look, one of them's going to be Ashley Banjo. One is going to be one of those dancers from Britain's Got what Talent. Are they called? Get rid of them. What are they called? Exterminate. Diversity. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not exterminate. No, um, but but the, I don't understand how you would even possibly be able to guess with the masked dancer. That's my point. With yeah. Masked singer, I get it. I think it's fucking dreadful, but right. I get what it is. Mm. The masked dancer smacks to me of someone in an agency. We had a lovely fucking time the night before going, well, dancing, singing, dancing, singing. Yeah, exactly. So let's just do that. Mask woodworking. Yeah, quite. Do that. Exactly. Well, if you were familiar with people's previous woodwork, you might be able to guess. Mm. You know, it'd be like uh, the repair shop. Brilliant show, yeah. right? You, you get the guy who's always doing the woodwork on mm. that. You could probably think, well, do you know what? I've experienced and witnessed some of his earlier pieces. Yeah. I think it might be this guy. That said... Masked Formula One. The ma- <laughs> it doesn't really exist. No. It well, does. I guess it does. Yeah, yeah. It does mask, don't they? Yeah. With, 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 mask, with the mask woodworking, mm. you, you, I think you're probably limiting the pool of people you can get on. Right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I you need to be so, good yeah. at it. you got to be slightly good at it. What, did you make him woodwork again at school? Uh, I remember drilling a mate's lighthouse. What do you mean? So to speak. <laughs> We've all done that. What did you do at Woodwork? I remember at we, used to, we used to have like a, a school uh, that was like a kind of quite newish kind of 80s school that uh, they didn't really have doors. So you could kind of start in your classroom and just do a fucking lap of everyone else's. Ten of them. What? In a circle. How do you mean? They just didn't have, they didn't have doors. It was just one of those new buildings. It was just like it, everything was open plan. Um, and so if I got bored doing whatever, I'd, I'd be, you know, it was. You weren't a naughty kid, though, were you? No, I was just a fucking lazy kid. I was just just a distracted kid. Yeah, yeah, I just do a lap, and I remember just going into somebody else's um, classroom, and I was just, I just found a bit of junk wood. I'm talking about this on the show before, but uh, drilled into it with a with a hand drill, uh, just because I was bored. And the teacher went, "That is your friend Jonathan Mathwin's lighthouse. He spent ages making that, and you just drilled a hole in it." What What's Jonathan doing now? Yeah, he's dead. Is he? (laughs) Is he actually dead? Yeah, dad leukemia when he was about six. Very sad. Six? Yeah. How was, it, how was he making a lighthouse if he was six? What do you mean? 
It wasn't an actual light. It was just a bit of wood that resembled... It looked like a, it was a piece of crap, clearly, because I started drilling it. But he can't have been doing woodwork at five. He was. And they died He was very... Got, well, he's clearly squeezed in a lot before he popped off. I don't well, know. That's crazy. Yeah, crazy. That's made, that's made me a little bit upset. Oh, it was horrible. I was going to ask you a question. His head went massive. What? Sorry. Well, Luke, you know, it's fucking... You know, it's just... It, it, he came back. He, he came through all the chemotherapy. And he just came back and he just looked like a different kid. I was like, what the fuck is that? I used to go to, like... Um, York with him to the uh, trains. Look at the trains. You sw- you Big sw- fans of the trains. You did. You were good friends with him then. Yeah, yeah. Was it because you were friends with footballer Michael Brown as well? <laughs> he just turned up when I was about sixteen. Had a little kick around. Was he good? He was playing for Manchester City. <laughs> he was all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you should have started up to him. It was hard. It was hard. It really was. Hartlepool was wild back in the day. Sounds like probably it. probably still is. Well, the, bearing in mind for those listening, the only photos of you as a kid I've seen of one of you an arm wrapped with an arm around a chimp. Yeah. And one he was the mayor. <laughs> and one of you on top of a massive elephant. Yeah. All kinds of in stuff. In Hartlepool. <laughs> I, I don't even know that's possible. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Uh, I can remember my mum and dad having a big row when I was a kid because my dad wanted to take me to the circus, and my mum said no, it's cruel. Mm. And my dad, literally, I can remember it now. My dad sit opening the local newspaper with a picture of the circus, and the picture was of a tiger riding a bike. Right. And my dad saying he wouldn't be doing it if he didn't want to do it. <laughs> it's good like, point, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And my mum said, you're not taking them. And then I didn't. <laughs> end, I ended up not going because I got, I, got, I got nits anyway. got nits. You so, got nits? Yeah, so I couldn't go oh, anywhere. I was no. fucking gutted as well. Yeah. So I think my dad was just going to say... See the tiger and, riding and, and the and bike. It's really interesting though, isn't it? Because my my dad was is a really... Uh, environmentally conscious person. He loves mm. the natural world. He loves animals. Mm. He he like he used to get us uh, encyclopedias about animals all the time. Mm. We had, we subscribed to this um, really cool thing where you got a, a hardback um, book mm. with loads of pictures in it about mm. different. And the way it was separated out was different parts of the animal kingdom. So you could learn how the animals related to each other right. and what it was okay. amazing. And yeah. I think he saved up to get it, or he, he sent off for it, or whatever. At the same time. In his mind, the cognitive dissonance was so strong, he still wanted to go to a circus and watch these animals do this Where shit. else are you going to see them? It's in the 80s, I guess. Yeah. Before cruelty's animals before was, bad. was bad. Yeah. <laughs> so like, it's just a weird, weird thing. Yeah. I was going to ask you, though, on lighthouses, mm. I was having this debate with my mate the other day. Mm. I genuinely was. Because we were at, um, where was I? You were at Portland, weren't you? Yes, you went to Portland. Portland. And you about, you oh, Portland Bill. Oh, Portland Bill. Yeah, yeah. You cool. Talked about lighters, didn't you? Mm. And and we we couldn't work out whether they're they're actually being used or not anymore. Mm. You but think I, everything would be like GPS and stuff? Maybe they're still used. I don't know. I haven't really found out. I was, I was planned to find out, but I never got. Never is got it is it, it kind of like um, just do, 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 you know the lights that they they rotated, didn't they? Back yeah. in the day, I don't really know how it all worked. Yeah. They had got the fog horn, they were like telling you that that, that the Earth is over there. But like the lights, is that kind of just? I, no, it wouldn't illuminate the sea, would it? That would be ridiculous. But it would it no. show you any of the shoreline for the for the? Or it would just basically go. Here's the lighthouse. Don't head towards that. That's the land, you idiot. Yeah, that's right. basically what they're designed for. Do you know what a lighthouse is? No, no, that's basically what you've just. Described. I thought it was just like a rocket ship that wouldn't go. Yeah, so they just stuck on the, just stuck the, on the launch pad. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. I, did, I think you've perfectly described a um a, a lighthouse there. Um, <laughs> yes. Well done, mate. Finally. Um, and the other thing that came up in the news this mm. week that I wanted to talk to you about was um, a man who um, had a surgery in Austria, 82, already uh, quite old. Mm. But due to what the hospital are describing as human error, um, he had the wrong leg amputated. Oh, that's and a shame. It put me in mind of the fact that whenever I've seen people who 
um, get like, share photos when they're in mm. hospital, so they're having a knee operation or an ankle operation, or whatever. Do you even notice that the surgeon in massive blue marker pen puts yeah. an arrow to the right one? Yeah, isn't you that a, isn't that an amazing lesson for everyone to learn about how? Keep it simple. Get the basics right. The- Do the basics right, right? <laughs> Surgeons are known as being like, you know, out there and very confident and, mm. and at the top of their game. If you're, if you're some kind you're of... you of Eddie Clasal from ER. Who's that? Who's the bloke who did this in the in the in the titles who played him Which Eric Lasalle I, I only know him as Eric Lasalle I can't remember who he he, he had like a deaf son and that really brought him back down to earth for I me mean, this rock rock star surgeon Eric Lasalle and he had a deaf uh, kid and he was like oh my god I've got to really reevaluate um, my rock star credentials because now I've got to worry about another human being Doctor Peter Benton Doctor Peter Benton do you remember Doctor Peter Benton in the in the titles he went yeah hiya because so he'd I, just done an amazing amputation of a leg I remember thinking ER was fucking cool yeah. I mean, oh, it was like a cool the TV coolest. show. Right? Before Dr. TV... Green, he was in Top Gun and then he just turns us onto that. He was Goose in Top Gun. Goose wasn't he? in Top Gun. So I remember ER before big high budget TV things mm-hmm. were a big deal in the UK like yeah. they are now. That was like a big thing. Yeah. It was on Channel 4, mm-hmm. but I think it was on like, like prime time and people were like massively into it. George yeah. Clooney was in it. Yes, yeah, of course that was his first kind of kind of role and he was very supportive of other cast members I remember, but yeah. Do you, know oh, who wow. cre- do you know who created Juliana Margulies? Do you know who created her? Hello. I don't remember, I don't remember her. I'm a very beautiful her woman. Oh, from I do the remember 90s. her. Yeah, I remember her. Um, do, you remember, do you know who created ER? Uh, was it? Oh, I'm, just, I'm on the Wikipedia Ma- as well. Michael Crichton. <gasps> Michael Crichton. Michael Crichton. Whenever I think of Michael Crichton, I don't think of Jurassic Park. I don't think of all those things. I think of Fatherland. <laughs> Is it Fatherland? Didn't he do that thing about like if Hitler had continued? And that's Robert Harris, isn't it? Shit. Robert Harris, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do any I, of that. I, I mean, I don't didn't, know, didn't write any think, of that, did he? I think yeah. he is. So oh, Michael Crichton is Jurassic Park. Yes. He did um, the Andromeda Strain. Right. He did an amazing book called Timeline. Mm. Is, is that is that a similar thing, Timeline? It, it was if Hitler continued his... No, Timeline no. is about people who discover how they can travel back in time with this kind of facsimile type thing. Exactly. That's how I remember the Hitler story. <laughs> That's what he did. What are you talking about? Hitler, he travelled back in time, didn't he? <laughs> Where's this come from? Am I thinking of Michael J. Fox again? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Michael Crichton has done some amazing stuff, and I can't believe he managed to do ER as well. It's incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. I'd like to rewatch ER to see if it still stands up. He also wrote uh, a, a, a book called Electronic Life uh, in 1983, saying that everyone should have a computer. Mm. I agree. That's fair enough. I've just noticed that Michael Crichton's dead. What? Oh, he, he died. died quite recently. Yeah, he died quite recently, didn't he? Died in 2008, Pete. Yeah, recently. quite recently, isn't it? No, he went back in time. <laughs> died then. Apparently, he was died six, this week. Apparently, he was six foot nine. Shut up. He was six he foot was nine. Six foot nine. That's incredible, isn't You're it? You're thinking of like a Diplodocus or something. So Jurassic Park, um, as a book, is vastly different to the shit to the movie. Right. So in in the in the book, chickens. Yeah, he just yeah, he just gets chickens back and um, mm. a lot of them peck people. <laughs> no, in 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 Jurassic Park, it's a lot more. A lot darker. Yeah. A lot more people die. Yeah. A lot more brutal. Right. Um, obviously. Ah, uh, uh, what's that? The computer guy goes, ah. Uh-huh. Dennis Nedry. Dennis Nedry. Ah, uh-huh. I reckon you. I reckon you could ask me any question about Jurassic Park and I'll know the answer. Right. Uh, how many dinosaurs were you <laughs> I don't know. Okay, uh, <laughs> another guy who's done so much stuff that you don't realise is Stephen King. Yeah. Stephen King, like, you know all the big hits. Yeah. 
the heavy hitters, the he's, big ones, like the he, big he, hits after big hits. But he's done some he other give, stuff as didn't well. Didn't he give over a few like short stories, uh, completely free for um, filmmakers to just you know people, amateur filmmakers who tried to you know make their way in this world, uh, sort of they could use a couple of his scripts um, completely free and, and make and make films out of it. It's a lovely touch. He's got he's he's very socially uh, responsible. Uh, I think he's he, he's definitely one of those writers who didn't turn mad you know, after all the success. Do you know that he did The Shining? Yeah, right. Uh, did he? Yeah. Right. The Shining's yeah. one of his. Yeah. And Christine. Yeah, but no, no, you're thinking of Carrie, aren't you? No, Christine is a car, wasn't it? Oh, yes. Yeah, okay, so. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my point is that everyone knows you, you kind of, you're... Um, your miseries yeah. and you're the stands mm. and you know all this kind of stuff. But he also did um, he also did um, the shiny, which people never remember. Right, absolute legend. He's anyway, got a very interesting nose. Let me have a look. I'll have a quick look now. Very yes, he has actually. He looks like one of the ghouls. Of... <laughs> what? He looks like what? He looks like one of the ghouls out of Fallout. It doesn't <laughs> matter. It doesn't matter. Which he doesn't also wrote, matter. by the way. Yeah. Well, well, look. I wish someone had fucking write it again. His, um, his, son's a, his son's a novelist, I think. But yeah, son... didn't he pretend that he wasn't uh, Stephen King's Yeah, I don't, son? Th- I don't think he wants any part of it. I don't think he, wants, I don't think he wants a leg up. I just want, yeah, okay. He doesn't want the pressure. But now, now everyone knows. Yeah. yeah. It's like you being the son of, um, of uh, David Beckham. <laughs> <laughs> I just started My reading... The... one of the uh, Mitford sisters. I just started reading the book um, set in uh, 1930s Germany. Yeah? Called um, March Violet. No, March... <laughs> You should be reading say, that, Lou. March Violets by Philip Kerr. Right. Really good. Good. I really, really how, good. Do you, how do you find time? Uh, probably because you haven't moved house recently. I find how do you time find time to do anything? I've got a lot of bandwidth. <laughs> bandwidth. Very clever. You like short circuit input. One thing you haven't considered <laughs> is that I am actually very clever. Right, okay. Yeah, so yeah. I've got a lot of bandwidth. You remember mate. stuff. Um, while it's we um, think about my bandwidth, let's yeah. take a break. Yes, please. When we come back, we're going to do some battery brands and then we're going to do some emails as well. So look forward to that. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, it's time for Batteries, Boys and Babes. Yeah. It's the Luke and Pete show. Are we the babes? Yeah. The boys? I'm the boys. I'm yeah. the boy, you're the babe. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. Um, Robin Stacey, hello to you. Thank you for emailing in your King Kong batteries. King Kong. I think we had them before. Yeah, we? they're not yeah. a new player. Thank you very mm. much. Uh, Ewan White, thank you very much for sending in some Texas batteries. I they're, think they're new, they're aren't they? Nah. T-E-C-X-U-S. I don't think so. What? There's no consensus there. <sighs> Whenever I see the word Texas. <sighs> yeah. Charlene's Spiteria. TFI Friday, every fucking Friday. <laughs> but I did, so I quite liked Charlene Spiteri. She's great news. But people great were obsessed with her in the 90s, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, well, um, what's his name from Don't Forget Your Toothbrush? He was obsessed. Chris Evans. Chris Evans. He was obsessed because he yeah. put him on every How can you week. not remember Chris Evans' name? It's I, incredible that, the levels you'll go to to not remember because, a name. Because there's a new Chris Evans on the block. Oh, yeah, true. I can't be asked. Well, you've got Chris Evans, Chris Pine, Chris... Thingy. Yeah. There's loads of them. Chris, place beyond the pines. Pine. Yeah. yeah. No, that's Ryan Who's Gosling. Who's the one who got his out? It's Ryan Who's the one who got his willy out on his, on his uh, Army on, on Hammer. Twitter. No! It goes a lot deeper than that, Luke. Good that's Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, the thing is, I find that a lot of them all look the same. So, like, I'll be yeah. looking at a picture of Henry Cavill. And I'll be like, mm. oh, it's fucking Army Hammer. I don't want to know what he's been up to. But right. it's not. It's actually Henry no. Cavill, right? Yeah. <laughs> they, all look, they all look weirdly the same. Yeah, but Henry Cavill, he, he builds PCs. Army Hammer, problematic. Uh, the other uh, ones, one's Thor, one's oh, Chris Hemsworth Space Man. Thor. Who's the one who played Captain Kirk in the new Chris ones? Chris Pine. Is that Chris Pine? Yeah. Right. Who's the he's one got who's the eyebrows. In, who was the one who's in Parks and Rec and is now really muscly? And Guardians Chris of the Pratt. Chris Pratt. Yeah. Chris Evans is Captain America, yeah. right? Yeah, too fucking many. <laughs> it's unbelievable, too isn't many. it? It's unbelievable. Steve McQueen's a director. I'm just, just, I thought equity meant you couldn't have similar names. Choose something else. Everyone. Stephen Battlestar. Do uh, that. Every, they're all living a story that, that Stephen King wrote. Yeah. About it's just the same guy. Just, yeah. The just, world, just the world copied. ends. And there's yeah. only Chris is left. Yeah. Yeah, Not what, having it. What were we originally talking about? Chris Evans. <laughs> Can't remember. Yeah, you should be able to remember Chris Evans' name, to be fair. Who's if, the new Chris Evans in like British television? In, for the US listeners, he was the Ryan Seacrest of the 90s. But he was more than that, wasn't he? He was he more did than a lot that. Of, did a lot of, did he? Because he did a lot of business deals and stuff, didn't he? He did more than that. He's more than that. Yeah. Well, he, well he, he bought Virgin and then didn't want to work Fridays. And then uh, he, he sold the company off. And then he didn't want to work Fridays, and then they went, you need to leave now, because <laughs> we need someone who works Fridays. Who's the, who's the modern equivalent, did you say? Yeah. I don't know, really. I think oh. it, is, it, um, is it that guy who is always the really annoying voice, and the guy who's clearly clearly still a virgin? Uh, oh. Chris Evans. Chris Evans. <laughs> no, no, what's the name of the guy who, um, he's just a complete prick, and he's on Twitter all the time. Right. And he tries to like um, be really controversial for no reason. He's like very right wing. Right. Oh, what's his he tries to name? be very controversial. Yeah, I can't remember his name. It's oh. depressing. Oh, this is rare. Uh, yeah, I know. It's a bit of a, it's a, bit of a yeah. role reversal, this. A little bit of a role reversal. Uh, not, I'm not, Dar- helping not, you out. not Darren Grimes, the one right. before Darren Grimes. People will be listening to the show. Milo, now. no. People will be listening to the show going, I'm screaming his name out. He's an absolute <laughs> penis. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to type it into Google. Absolute penis. How are you going to find him? Right wing, but Darren Grimes before Darren Grimes. I've typed in. Um, I've typed in. Uh, I do you know what. I will, I will be able to find his name. Hang on. Right. I've just typed in. Um, 
I've just typed in... Um, Check your likes. Right-wing Twitter young man. Uh, so, <laughs> Paul Joseph Watson. Paul Watson. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Didn't he disappear? Because, you know, Twitter doesn't like that sort of thing. It, their share price uh, enjoyed it for a very long time. Now they're like, mm, too too hot for us now. No, he's still, he's still on their tweeting. Is he? He's oh, got okay. 1.1 right. million followers. Good God. Um, Good what, Lord. What he needs is some fresh air. What he needs what to he get needs. outside. Go yeah. for a walk. Yeah. Yeah, and have a think about it. Uh, so none of this it, is making you any money, mate. He could be the Chris Evans. Why? Because I think the world's moved on, right. and he's like yesterday's man. So Chris Evans, at the heart of Chris, what Chris Evans was doing is he was able to really tap into what everyone wanted, mm. right? So he's able to be very successful mm. by making TV shows that no one else was making because the people who were making TV shows at the time were making old-fashioned shit TV yes, shows, okay, right? right? So I'm wondering whether the new Chris Evans are the kind of online social media people who are making content that normal people like us go. That looks a bit fucking weird or yeah. newfangled, mm-hmm. but lots of people love it. Right. Oh, but, so, so it's, but it's more, but it's more hateful. <laughs> it's it's, it's probably hateful. him then, yes. Although, it? let's be absolutely clear, TFI Friday in the back through the lens of 2021 did look a little bit more hateful than perhaps they thought at the time. No, wrong with the Rastron casters, mate. What's that? Is they that used to wheel on a, 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 a Rastafarian block on, um, yeah. on casters. I think then they also spend a lot of time taking the piss out of women's football. Didn't they get like a production oh, team know. from TFI to play the England women's football team? Right, okay. To, to mock them. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. The I 90s. Mean, still, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's what it 90s. is. What it is, sure baby. Is. Um, email. Email. Hello to, who have we got here? Uh, Sam. Hello, Sam. Group in Sydney. Our food storage challenges are obviously different to yours due to the pretty significant weather variances. Personally, I think bread should never be chilled no matter what the climate. However, the stepmother of my best mate at primary school insisted bread be stored in the freezer. Uh, so what? when it came to weekend lunch times, we would have to microwave the bread slices before using them we had many a fun time together in those days but the sandwiches were quite predictably shit yeah so <laughs> this is a really battle in my family with my lovely wife she freezes everything oh so she'll bake a load of really nice cookies I'll get to eat maybe a couple of them and then the rest will go in the freezer will they taste as good coming out yeah, I think you know the answer to that don't you you know the answer to that. you still eat them though don't you <laughs> Mimi makes these amazing things called seven layer cookies they're like an Italian traditional cookie right. they're not really cookies it's like a layer of thin... tenly fish, <laughs> live fish. No, it's like layer of dark chocolate, thin dark chocolate. Yeah, and it's one t- one color sponge. I think they normally do it like the Italian flag. So it's mm. like one green sponge, one white sponge, one right. red sponge, and then dark chocolate again, and yeah. then like jam in between the layers yeah. to make seven layers. And then have some spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> You're really pleased with yourself, there, aren't you? Pathetic. Then, you, then you add some gabagool. Gabagool. Um, no, and then and then she and she makes oh, them. She, it takes her all day to do that, and then right. she put, cuts them up put and puts them, them in the freezer. Cuts them up. You have, you're supposed to supposed to be like that bit. Oh, oh, right, okay. So you make a big batch of them Very and you cut complex. them. That's a flavour yeah. explosion. Why are you putting them in the freezer? It's, it's, like, one of those, of and it's like one of those energy gels that you see on the tube. Where you can have like bespoke energy, where it's just like a th- apparently a three D printed kind of um, different um, configurations of colours. Like the blue will be iron, and the orange will be uh, calcium, and a lot of different flavours and a, a different um, kind of uses, effectively different vitamins. And they three D print them. Apparently, I don't so, buy it. I personally. don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what are you it's talking a vitamin, about? It's a vitamin gel, but, but it's, it's like a vitamin like snack sort well, of thing. Three D print a snack. That's what they say, and I think they're being fast and loose personally with the, the idea of 3D, but it's a bespoke vitamin experience. We'll be, we'll be advertising in a few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bespoke I've got snack. no problem with that. I, I know. know what you're talking I about. I want some. I keep on looking. I want to know what they're like. I thought the only thing you could 3D print was guns. 
3D guns, yeah. I can't believe you've not got a 3D printer. No, it's one of those things that I was listening. I even I know, I, even I know, I'm not going to use that. I've got no business having one. You've changed. I know. You have changed. What you could have done if you were clever is you could have during the house move bought yourself one. Oh, and, and it would just put turn it in up. a package. Yes. So no, I've always I've always done this. <laughs> just I've never unpacked it before. You should have done that. You should have used that to buy loads of stuff you wanted. Yeah. You sent you shared me a, a picture of your suitcase of wires. Yeah, there's a little, there's a little cheeky little USB sticking Stick out the side, don't yeah. Like uh, I like to think when I'm asleep, they come alive like a Pixar film. I'd like to think that I could bet money hmm. that you will not open that suitcase of wires before the end of 2022. That's a very good chance, Luke. Very yeah. good chance. None yeah. of those, none of those wires are even usable anymore. <laughs> anyway, going back to frozen food stuff. Yeah. Another thing that my wife will do is she'll buy, we'll buy a couple of packets of biscuits. Mm. Right, you know Straight me. Straight in the freezer. Yeah. She puts everything in the fridge. I'm being serious. Biscuits? Yeah. Like pa- pre-packaged biscuits. So we, we're a big fan of, um, as our American cousins call them, Fig Newtons. We call them Fig Rolls, right? Right, yeah, yeah, okay. They go straight in the freezer. Do the... Ch- the fig bit in the middle just goes solid. <laughs> but it does. It's sort of like... Gra- yeah. Have you ever eaten one It's like all solid? Like, yeah. And then I imagine when it melts, it would probably be... Be a bit more gooey than usual, so, I guess. So basically, it's imagine fig like... Fig Newtons. Imagine, like eat, imagine eating a fig roll. Yeah. But it tastes Rock worse hard. and it's a lot harder. And it's hard as bitumen. I wouldn't go quite as far as bitumen. Mm. My dad, my granddad said, my grand told me last weekend that he used to chew on bitumen. Yeah, delicious. Yeah. Yeah. My, I don't think I told you, my partner's friend who lives in York, who's got a husband who works in construction. <laughs> Um, Are you uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda? <laughs> this is, it's like Hamilton. We could sing the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I was uh, expressing my interest in his business, which is fucking road surfacing and you bitumen and stuff. And I was going, interested in stuff. No, I was. It, you know, I don't meet many people who run an entire fucking bitumen quarry, whatever the fuck it is. No. <laughs> I wasn't really listening. but um, <laughs> And I sort of expressed a bit, a bit of an interest. And he... At first, thought I was taking the piss because I'm a wanker, like London fucking media prick. But I was genuinely interested. I got like, so when you're delivering the bitumen, when you're delivering the the the, the, the what tar, is bitumen? It's, it's just the stuff that goes in into um, what's it tarmac. made of? What's it made of? Uh, well, just it's a byproduct of the oil industry, isn't it? It's just, it's just uh, the, right, when they okay. when they cut down the crude oil, you know, into its different constituent um, cracking parts. I suppose. I oh, think it's a semi-solid form of petroleum. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, so you, um, it would be delicious. Um, but, but he, yeah, and he, and, and I, I expressed an interest in it a little bit too much, and I think he was, he thought I was taking the piss. At the end for Christmas, he sends me a bit, a, a lump of bitumen in a shoebox. That's cool. And I was like, I'm gonna chew, have a little chew. Did you have a chew on it? A little chew on that. What was it like? It's just kind of soft and chewy. It it burned a little. Should we be telling our listeners not to do? Don't that? do. If you yeah. have access to bitumen, don't chew on anyway, it. So my granddad, just to finish this story, mm. because my, my he's amazing. My granddad, he's really funny, and he's had an amazing life. And he your rem- granddad is an Autobot, though. To be fair, no, he he, he remembers seeing. Um, Spitfires Ooh. fighting against German fighter jets, fighter planes over overhead in Portsmouth when he grew up. Like and, I, and I hate to sort of like talk like an old fucking boomer who who who's upset about the the, the youth of today. But like you know, we wind you out masks and stuff like that. Like imagine seeing that in the fucking air. Yeah, he, <laughs> like how he, weird it is. He said that so he would come into school. Eventually, they got evacuated out to the west country. Mm. But he said he would come into school. And sometimes there would just be empty desks because the houses had not before been bombed and the kids were dead. Right. It's, it's proper That's serious. Dark, isn't it? But anyway, he we were talking about upbringings, right? And he's he's so many dead kids in this fucking episode. <laughs> <laughs> he said to me that 
He said the worst weekend of his life, mm. right? And he was telling it with a, you know, a certain amount of kind of, you know, the wry smile on his face. He wasn't mm. upset or anything. He was yeah. talking about how it was. That um, on the Friday, he was out playing in the street with his friends mm. and they went up, up into a water tank and were swimming around. I think he was eight, right? One of them drowned, right? <laughs> the Saturday, his parents, my great-grandparents, made him take his dog that he'd had since he was that he found as a stray mm-hmm. to be put down yeah. himself. Right? right. And then the, the day or two later or whatever, uh, the war broke out. <laughs> <laughs> What's the weekly version of Anna's Horribleist? Yeah. That's a lot to take in for an eight-year-old. I'll be like, oh, what a case of the Mondays I've got. In fact, I think he was only seven, actually. I think, mm. he, might have, I think he might not have had his eight, but eighth birthday at that point. So he was chewing on fucking bitumen. He was chewing on bitumen. And just, he used, fucking, just, just like kind of like chewing tobacco. He's he trying to get it all He chewed on the bitumen. He used to play in the bomb craters, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it wasn't that long ago when you think about it. No, it wasn't. Anyway, if you experienced a war... Uh, no, I'm only joking. <laughs> email us in hello at lukeandpeacher.com if you've got what anything you like to chewing talk on? about. Yeah, what do you like chewing on but perhaps you shouldn't be chewing on? Yeah. What's, what's the most... In, here you go. What's the most interesting thing you've chewed on. Okay. Yeah. We had an email yesterday of a guy who's obviously catching up with old episodes and talking about finding a lot of bones in his garden. Oh, chewed on a bone. Turned out to be dog bones. Nice. There you go. Yeah. Do you remember that guy who had the car in his garden that buried? Yes. That's where it came from. Do you remember the, uh, do you remember when um, uh, that uh, in Liverpool, and I'm not casting aspersions anywhere, but uh, in Liverpool there was a um, uh, the, uh, the body of a, of a little baby found in in, in a park. Was there? Um, and uh, obviously, you know, the, the community sort of, you know, big outpouring of emotion, put put flowers down and sort of like wrote poems and stuff. It was a chicken. Somebody just throwing a chicken. Right. <laughs> just just, a, just a, a cooked chicken. So with the dog, apparently <laughs> the guy I emailed in, with the dog, they had to do an investigation first. Yeah, I go, they yeah. They didn't, yeah. didn't know what the fuck it was. I bet they would, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, I don't know why. I don't know where that's come from, but... What have you chewed on? Why, when I was about six, I chewed on some sugar cane? Where did that go? Did you? In my house. I've never even seen sugar cane. Because I used to chew on, um, like, licorice root. That was pretty popular. Never seen in, that either. Uh, okay. I used, used to get that from the health food shop. Health food shop was just uh, bins full of sugar puffs. That was the health food <laughs> shop. Just get, get, it was just get your own and fucking lollipops shit in a bag. And those clear plastic, yeah, square exactly, yeah. plastic things. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, we had... Um, yeah, we had like uh, that, and I remember my dad coming on with um, a lot of sugar cane, and we're just chewing on it. it like, Probably came from the port, did it? Probably not. I don't know. I just, why would I suddenly? He worked in a chemical factory. I don't know. Well, like... He told you it was sugar cane. <laughs> that's just uranium, Dad. Licorice root and sugar cane. Yeah, uh, interesting. Yeah. If you've chewed on anything as interesting as that, let yeah. us know. Um, but email us in on anything you want us to talk about on the show. We always like reading your emails. We can't get through all of them, but we get through our favourites, and that's the most we can commit to at this point. Yeah. Hello at LukeandPeach.com is the email address. At Luke and Pete Show is Twitter and Instagram. We'll be back on Monday with more of this. Shout out to all of you for listening. Much appreciated. Leave us a review. All that good stuff. See you soon. Don't go changing, Pete Donaldson. I'll have a go. Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.